back to the Section K podcast. Today's Tuesday, April 7th. On today's show, we welcome some of our friends of the program, past interviewees that have appeared on the Section K podcast over the last year and get a little coronavirus update. Uh, see what some of our friends, specifically Cass Tatum, Scott Amos, Austin Shepard, Tim Smith, Tatum Rice, and Brent Erickson are up to during these unprecedented times in the world. So we hope you guys enjoy today's show. Like I said, it's a little bit different, a little different spin on some interviews. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode of the Section K podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Equine Extreme Performance. EXP offers an all-natural, drug-free supplement built for the equine industry. They've built these products using cutting-edge technology to deliver the highest quality product available to you and your horse. How do they know it's right for your horse? Because EXP was designed by horsemen, and they understand what your horse needs. Equine Extreme Performance was designed by Hall of Fame trainer Matt Miller from Poolville, Texas, who's amassed over $3.5 million in the cutting pin. Be sure to visit www.expequine.com and enter Section K at checkout to receive 10% off your next order. Remember, folks, that's promo code Section K at checkout to receive 10% off your next EXP order. Hello. Cass, what's up, man? What's up, dude? How are you? Good, how are you? Ladies and gentlemen, we got Cass Tatum on the line. Cody Headland, you there? Yes, sir. What's up, Code Man? How's everybody doing What's today? Up, Cass? Oh, pretty good. Cass, we wanted to uh, give everybody a call, kind of check up on everybody uh, during the quarantine social distancing season. Um, how, how are things going at Cass Tatum and Lloyd Cox Cutting Horses up in um, Ardmore, Oklahoma? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Riding a bunch of three-year-olds. Has the daily routine or has anything changed? I guess it's kind of crazy not not having a show to get ready for or really knowing um, when the next show is. Have, have things changed at all? Have you guys picked up any new projects? Uh, anything anything different going on? Well, Lloyd, we, uh, nothing's really changed. We just work all them three-year-olds every day and I guess the whole coronavirus has given me time to work on my place quite a bit. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. Um, you guys just, you and your wife Chelsea just bought a place. Uh, what's it been like kind of getting settled in? I guess it's kind of perfect timing, unfortunate circumstances, but perfect timing to uh, start doing some odd jobs around the new place, isn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure, unfortunate circumstances, but it's worked out in my favor for sure. I've been staying pretty busy out here got all my stalls finished and uh, got my arena finished and now i'm building turnouts in fact i just cut off the welder when you called there's work to be done around cast tatum cutting horses i know your wife she's been staying busy with embroidery stuff you're not helping her in the trailer are you absolutely not <laughs> i'll try to stay away from the uh, embroidery <laughs> That's funny. What about uh have you have you started watching anything cool on Netflix or watched any good movies or anything? Uh having any extra time uh, on your hands? We like the blacklist. It's pretty good. What about Joe Exotic? I know he's up there in your territory, I had to ask. <laughs> yeah, I had to stay away from Joe Exotic now. <laughs> Not my cup of tea. <laughs> Oh, well, that's awesome. Although I've heard a lot of talk about it. Yeah, it's interesting, dude. I'll say that. I'll say that for, um, for the latter for sure. It's a, uh, it's an interesting docu docu series, as I call it. So, docu series. Well, with the super stakes being being canceled, cast are there any like big runs that you remember from say past super stakes that um, you've worked for people or? Uh, just kind of hanging out at finals, drinking beer with your friends. Are there any uh, finals that you just kind of come to mind that you just, like, loved watching? Mm, i tell you what, I, I always loved watching Metallic Rebel. I thought that horse was uh, outstanding. Me and Lloyd were talking about that horse the other day, and, you know, the beginning of his four-year-old year, 
he was just a horse and he said at the end of his four-year-old year he was getting hard to beat and he said his five six-year-old year he was untouchable yeah that's a fact i think uh that was kind of whenever he burst on scene winning winning uh was it the five six-year-old super stakes uh classic challenge i believe was one of the one of the three in a row that bo had won uh, that sucks that he, he had a so. p- pretty good shot to win four in a row. It kind of sucks that he's not going to get that opportunity. But, hey, congratulations. Yeah. Since the last time we talked to you, uh, you trained old Stevia, uh, made the open uh, semifinals at the Futurity, made the limited open finals at the Futurity. What was that horse like to train and be around, especially with those high scores at the Futurity this last year? Oh, that was uh, – she was pretty fun to train, man. Uh, I had her – her old two and three year old year and uh she was cowy and smart she's a little tough at times but um absolutely the funnest horse i've ever gotten to train uh it was the first one i've trained all the way through that uh i got to go show so cass you're you're one of the younger guys that uh we're probably going to talk to today and and kind of do this coronavirus uh checkup with with a couple of our old interviewees but what are some of your thoughts on everything that's going on and and uh just how you're uh consuming all the information and and trying to just uh take it all in uh i think i think that a lot of people especially our age uh are thinking lightly on the coronavirus and i really think it's a it's a bad deal, you know, especially for the older people and this and that. But I think uh, it needs to be taken seriously and that people need to be aware of the severity of it because it is severe disease, you know. I mean, you look at the news and see how many people have died in New York and everywhere else. I mean, it it's for real. And uh, it's a good time to be able to hang out with your loved ones and a good time to be able to get to see your family and you know if you live with your family and take all that time not for granted you know cherish it embrace it uh i think it's it's tough for the trainers right now because the not knowing you know everybody's freaking out about losing horses how to make the payments this and that but uh it's always like that to me, you know, like there's never a certainty that we're going to have horses in training and this and that. But I think right now it's crucial just to, to enjoy the ones you're around, be careful, be safe. Don't be stupid about it. And, um, I think this maturity coming up, these threes are either going to be the most trained we've ever seen in our life or people are going to have them completely fried by the time this whole deal said and done. <laughs> yeah, they could it's be, gonna be, one they could be another, angry. But, yeah, they could be I, angry, but I think, like, as tough as the maturity was this year, we better watch out. I, I totally agree. I think, I think that there's, I mean, obviously, there's a chance of all of them. I mean, anytime we get to the maturity, there's always a chance of them being angry and, and being tired of getting rode. But I think, uh, I think this year it's it's going to be a different story for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think it's going to be ranked. Yeah, I wish Rocco would send me my three-year-olds out here because uh, these show horses <laughs> are getting tired, getting turned out. I know that. Not saying that I'm going to do a great job by any means, however. But they will sure uh, have your time invested in them. Uh-huh. 100% undivided attention. That's <laughs> I awesome. guarantee it. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, Cass, thanks so much, man, and uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, call in to the Section K podcast, brother. We'll be we'll be talking to you, and hopefully, hopefully, we see you sooner than later. Yeah, thanks for calling. You bet. Yeah, man. thanks, Casper. Good, good talking to you, man. Uh, good talking to y'all. Take it easy, take Cass. Care. Yes, sir. See ya. What's going on, guys? Scott Amos, the Bear Paw. How are you, man? We're live on Section K. What's I'm going on well. today? Uh, well, we're just, uh, my kids are cleaning the barn right now. I love it. So you got me out of work. Hey, you're welcome, man. 
You're welcome. I know. I know. On a daily basis, uh, you keep that train rolling. Everybody knows that. That Sydney and Summer they don't do anything at your house. That uh, Scott Amos, he's the brains and the the heart behind that whole operation. So I don't, I don't know how they're and getting the, things done. And the yeah, they won't. Don't ask them that now because they probably tell you different. <laughs> I would imagine so. Oh. I remember seeing them every night in Vegas there at the Pacific Coast Fraternity, and they were pretty tired. And those those stalls and that lane were pretty spick and span every evening. So I know summer in Sydney, they they bust their tail end uh, generally every day. So hey, what's been going on with this coronavirus, dude? How are things up in Colorado? Has uh, has this kind of changed your daily routine at all? I mean, you kind of live in the middle of nowhere as it is. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a, just a weird feeling, isn't it, you guys? It's I mean, crazy. it's just, uh, it, yeah, you know, just not knowing the certainties of what's going on. But, uh, you know, we're all healthy. Um, of course, our Governor Polis, you know, issued us to stay at home. And it's what's funny is, is, you know, essentials, uh, grocery stores, you know, of course have limits and hours to go in, but it's funny because the, I drove by the other day to the pot shop and it was still open and there was quite a few people it looked like in the parking lot when I drove by and the liquor stores are doing well. So I don't, you know, so let me hold, hold keep you right open, there. Keep the pot shop is essential <laughs> in Colorado. Well, apparently I guess it is. No so, kidding. I think, I think when they told everybody to, you know, to stay home with uh, their kids, don't dare shut the liquor store or the pot shop down. So yeah, how do you do that? Anyways, it's, it's pretty funny. But no, how are you guys? You guys? Yeah, we're good, man. We're good. Um, we want to talk to you though. We're we're all good. Have you? Have you started doing any new projects? I mean, like you mentioned, it's it's crazy the uncertainty and, and just kind of not knowing what's going to happen next. It's weird just not having a show to get ready for, man. So with that, have you started doing anything around the ranch that you otherwise wouldn't be doing? Say, like, if you were in Fort Worth showing out the Super Stakes like we all should be, you know? Yeah, you know, actually I um, got my farming done all myself this year. And, um, got, got the jump on that. It's been nice. I, um, you know, of course we prepare the hay fields and had to do a bunch of ditch cleaning and kind of get ready for water and we had a lot of fix it and repairs. And so that's getting done. And, um, so we're really getting caught up on that. Still got a ton more to do, but, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, our three-year-olds are really tired right now. So, uh, it's a common thing. They're all hanging their heads down. Yeah, so so we're just kind of going um, every day like we have been, but uh, we're getting some projects caught up now. Well, you so, were mentioning when I is, when I spoke with you yesterday, you were kind of having some issues with uh, getting the vet out. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, and right now, unless it's a you know an emergency, they've kind of got our vets shut down. Um, you know for to look at, you know, anything like injections or I was wanting to castrate a stud. And uh, unfortunately, like the ketamine and stuff, the drugs they use, they've limited them and, and, uh, for animals. And um, I guess the, um, the governor shut down and said we need to save it for uh, human consumption or human use. So, um, yeah, we're kind of shut down as far as that goes. I know, you know, if you, if you do have an emergency, they'll come. But if it's not threatening or anything like that, they won't come out. That is wild because it so. is kind of the perfect time to castrate a stud, like you just mentioned. Perfect, perfect opportunity to take this extra time to uh, do a little attitude adjustment, so to speak. Exactly. You guys might get some some rare uh, video footage of us trying to cut this stud. <laughs> <laughs> that will. That, that will might be, be fun watching. See. Yeah. So the. Um, Earthquake that happened in Utah here recently, was that anywhere close to you? Did you guys have any effects from that? No, uh, you know, we didn't. We heard about it. Um, we had a few friends tell us about it. Just, it really rocked their house pretty good. I guess it was a pretty significant uh, earthquake. Yeah, and, it, it um, sounded, that's, that's why I was wondering. I didn't know how close you guys lived 
to that Salt Lake area, and so I was wondering. Yeah, we're about five and a half, six, six hours, six hours away. But um, I remember I was looking on the fault line that runs through there, and uh, yeah, we're not near that fault line. But um, isn't that crazy? Then they had them in Idaho. Yeah, yeah Idaho and and Utah. Utah a couple weeks ago, and then Idaho here just recently. I mean, it's it's bananas. Yeah, the times are yeah, wild. The times are wild right now. And like you mentioned, uh, your state government uh, holding back the ketamine and other drugs. It was kind of interesting to see Colorado was kind of one of the first states to really get proactive about uh, this whole coronavirus thing by shutting down their ski resorts and, and really jumping on board early, trying to prevent the spread of that. So that was kind of also why I wanted to call you, just because it is different different cultures and different states. And I think it's just so interesting how like we have earthquakes and pandemics and it's just a crazy time uh, to be alive right now. So It is. I mean, who ever thought that, you know, you just never know in life what's going to happen, but you know, we're strong and, and uh, a strong American and, I, and we're going to prevail through this. And, and I, you know, it's unfortunate people get it and sick and the deaths we're having and, and it's just it's just, it's just a shocking uh, time in our life right now to go through. And, um, you know, it's just like I, there's an elderly up the road here. You know, I try to call on him because he has his wife passed away, and, and we try to drop stuff off for him. So, you know, if you guys ever maybe put it on your, on your podcast, if you know somebody down the road that needs help, maybe just call them and drop something off for them. Or, you know, because the elderly, it's hard for them to get out, so... The more we can do to help people, the better we are. Yeah, that's so. great. Great food for thought right there, Scott. Man, thanks so much for uh, taking some time and uh, answering our call today on the Section K podcast. Scott, uh, stay safe and be well, and uh, tell the family we all said hello, brother. All right, I'll do the same. You guys, too. Yeah, take care, Scott. Thanks so much. You bet. Man. Thanks, Scott. All right, take care, guys. Adios. Bye-bye. These phone calls are brought to you by Dennis Moreland Tack. Tack handcrafted by Cowboys for Cowboys for 43 years and counting. Since 1976, Dennis has built high-quality tack for training, working, and showing. Get the best. Get your tack at Dennis Moreland Tack. Be sure to visit www.dmtack.com. Let's get back to some more phone calls. Hello. Boys, boys, boys. Austin, what's up, man? How are you? Not much. How are y'all? We're hanging in there, Pretty man. Good. What's going on at uh, the Circle S Ranch during quarantine social distancing season, man? Oh, well, I get up in the morning, go to the morning, work horses. That's about it. <laughs> same, same old, same old is what it sounds like. Yeah, it is. It's a little different, you know, not going to shows. I mean... So many years we've, you know, gone from one show, come home for a week or two, work, go to the next show, and and uh, it's strange not going to shows, but um, you know we're getting a lot done. But it, it it's definitely different feeling. Yeah. What What are some of your overall thoughts on just the coronavirus in general, and just like you mentioned, just kind of staying home and the uncertainty of just we don't even know when our next cutting is going to be or or when we're going to be able to resume normal life. So what are kind of your thoughts on, on that so far? Well, I mean, and I think it's necessary. I mean, so it's one of those things you have to do. Um, you know, I, I remember at the, at the one of the first weekend, or the first weekend at the work-offs, the Eastern Nationals, I talked to Dr. Middleton. He came in to watch the kids' show, and um, Robert's pretty pretty sharp guy as far as I'm concerned. And he was, he was very worried about it then and nobody else really was. I mean, not that everybody wasn't concerned, but people were surprised that they could possibly cancel the super stakes. Now it seems silly that we would ever think to have had the super stakes being able to, since they've shut the whole country down. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think it's very necessary what they've done. Um, it's a strange feeling not knowing the next show you'll go to. I mean, like I said, we're so used to knowing, six months ahead what shows we're going to and um it's it is quite a bit of uncertainty um you know all i've been doing with my show horses kind of 
keeping them in shape and keeping them ready because I feel like whenever this does break and they allow us to go back to showing horses or having horse shows again, you know, the NCHA is probably not going to have any, you know, usually, what is it, 45 days out, you have to get a show approved. I got a feeling they're going to let people have cuttings whenever they want, and, you know, we want to have our horses ready. Yeah, definitely. Has there been any new projects that you guys have started out on the ranch with with that extra time? Like you mentioned, you guys are pretty much setting your schedule the year in advance, whether you're hauling or or going to a ton of aged events um, with being home so so much here here recently have you guys started anything new or, or been up to anything cool here recently uh you know not really you know uh, just uh my three-year-olds are getting pretty sick of me already i think uh but uh you know we i ordered some extra cattle and kind of got it set up for them and our two-year-olds and been spending a lot of time on both of them uh, i've gotten a lot of done just around the place just you know uh, regular kind of ranch work, you know, been able to pay a lot of attention to, um, you know, my, my, not only my young horses, but watching all these mares fall out. We're always at the super stakes when the majority of our mares start having babies and, uh, we've got two more left. We've had seven so far. We got two more left and we've been watching our cows calf, kind of keeping up with that. And, you know, just, I wouldn't call any of it very cool, but it is pretty neat. You know, it's a, it's a, I can't remember the last time 20-something years since I've been home in April uh, this long. So it's kind of fun to it's kind of fun to be here, seeing some of the things, and enjoying the nice weather. Austin, uh, I wanted to ask you kind of a a serious question in in the sense of of just life in general. But what? How do you go about you know explaining to your kids what's going on in the world right now? I mean, obviously. Kate and Kaylee are very close, and they go to all the cuttings with you. But and it's been a part of their life all their for ever since they can remember. I'm sure. So, how do you go about explaining all this to them? Oh, you know, I mean, they they've gotten to an age where they pretty well understand it. You know, I mean, I just explain it to them as something that you know is necessary for us to do. And uh, you know, honestly, at, uh, here at our place, we don't. We don't go out a whole lot, honestly. I mean, they, yesterday afternoon at 5 o'clock, they did the um, mandatory, mandatory stay-at-home order for the state of Alabama. And, I mean, if I'm home for a week, I may go outside of my front gates twice. Um, Stacy may go to the bank and the, you know, the grocery store or something like that. But it's not like we, it's not like we're always eating out or always going doing stuff. You know, I mean, we, we'll go out on the boat, which we could still do that if it warms up a little more, but. You know, it's just time to kind of stay at home and, and uh, you know, spend time with each other and, uh, you know, take care of our business here until it gets right. And, uh, you know, and the kids, they come to the barn every day in the mornings, do their school in the afternoon, which they were already homeschooled, so that didn't change. And, um, you know, they've been they've been a lot of help, uh, honestly. I think, it's, I think it's been a good experience, really. I mean, it's kind of made everybody slow down and kind of appreciate some of the you know, uh, simpler things in life. I mean, you know, like, you know, the kids, they went fishing the other day or, you know, just in the afternoon when we get done and they get done with school, they just kind of goof around and spend time together. So I, part of it's actually kind of good to me. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. You mentioned that Alabama governor, Austin. Are we all on the same page that hopefully if we stay home these next couple of months that we're praying that, that football's still going to be on schedule? If somebody messes up college football for me, it's not going to be pretty. So they really need to stay at home. <laughs> well, they've already thrown a they've already thrown a wrench in our our NBA and our golf season. I mean, all the good golf events, the NBA playoffs. Yeah, so NBA. Um, yeah. What do you got? What are you and Cade doing March without Madness. NBA March Madness? No sports on the TV every evening. <laughs> well. Not like it. I can tell you that. It's uh, I'm I'm no fan of uh, of old sports that I've already watched. You know, I mean, uh, it's it's been fun to watch Cut North Central, watch some of the old horses, you know, and stuff. You know, when Cade was little or or Kaylee was little, and they don't remember and let them go back and watch and stuff. That's been really neat. We really appreciate them doing that. Um, but as far as yeah, yeah, it's it's no good. I mean, it's funny how we schedule our life around not schedule it around it, but we expect certain times of year to be, you know, in March we expect to be watching basketball 
you know, and, and uh, you know, baseball starting off and all the different things, you know, and, and, and now it's not there. So it, it is, it's kind of like the horse shows. It's a, there's a little bit of a hole there. Yeah, you could only go back and watch that uh, those Alabama National Championships and, and that confetti coming down so many times and appreciate it so many times before you get sick of it, I'm sure. <laughs> I wasn't talking about those. I was talking about other sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But I'm not even a, I'm really a golf fan, but, I mean, I look forward to watching the last few days, you know, last couple of days of the Masters, you know. Yep, it's just it's, it's just part not, it's not a, existing. Yeah, it's an event that just goes with the time of year and that's just I'm glad you mentioned that, but just like the super stakes, this has got to be a super nostalgic time of year for you. I mean, you won the super stakes on Highbrow CD, had seen have seen Cade have a ton of success at the super stakes as well. So, uh what's it like just not being in Fort Worth and not coming out of the camper every day and working horses at 6 a.m. Uh, when the practice pen opens and, and having that daily routine because, like I said, it's just a it's an event that just kind of fits this time of year and we're just not having it. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's it's strange for sure, um, you know, and, and all of the good things about that show, you know, we obviously are going to miss. We're obviously going to miss the B.I. We all love going to the B.I., mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, it's a great show, and uh, we, we look forward to it every year. Um, you know, and as far as the, the time spent at the Super Stakes, I, I'm, I'm actually enjoying being at home because uh, the way the Super Stakes was going to be, I was going to be gone for 28 days, and I'm not going to lie to you, I wasn't looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I'm not whining, but we don't get to go home at night. You know, we stay in, and we're lucky to have what we have to stay in and all the – you know all of that but it's a long time to be away from your business from your home to be on the road uh nicest thing about it other than the competition is it's something we we have missed is you know spending time with our friends you know we're used to you know i'm used to seeing guys from out there or california or wherever right there at the showgrounds every day for a month and you know and we you kind of get used to it and then you know you look up and you start you start calling guys because you hadn't you know i haven't seen some of those guys since december Austin, what are uh, have you caught up on any Netflix shows? Binge watched any uh, Tiger King or anything like that yet? You know, Stacy talked me into watching the first episode of that the other night, and I haven't watched any more of it. I could see myself catching up on it, but uh, it's it's pretty, it's pretty crazy that uh, that guy's something. Uh, I, I just can't believe that was right down the road from Terry Riddle, and he wasn't in it. It just uh, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I figured Terry Riddle could have been a Tiger King, Tiger Tiger trainer. I mean, a guy that can train that many Playboys that good wouldn't have any trouble with a Tiger. <laughs> that is great stuff right there. Yeah, it's wild just to imagine someone like that living in such close proximity to a ton of people that we know very well. I'm sure. I'm sure Terry didn't have much of a dead pit. That's for sure. No, no, no. He probably knew him. He just didn't admit it. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people's sentiments up there in Winniewood. I, I don't think I would admit it either. <laughs> I don't think uh, I would admit it either. Well, good. Well, Austin, thanks so much, man. Uh, hope everybody stays safe and stays well uh, down in Somerdale, Alabama, and hopefully we see you guys sooner than later at the next cutting. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, take care, buddy. Thanks, big guy. All right. Hello, Tim. What's going on, man? How are, how are we doing today? We're we're doing good, buddy. We're doing good. Just uh, stay in quarantine like everybody else. Nice. Yeah. G- good to hear from you. Good to hear your voice. It's been uh been crazy times here uh, with the COVID nineteen coronavirus going going rampant here. We wanted to call and check up on you since the last time we we heard from you during the NCHA futurity and kind of see see what you were up to and kind of get your thoughts on. Uh, just the crazy times and the uncertainty uh, that's kind of going on in the world right now. So what are your overall thoughts on, on what's going on with the coronavirus right now, Mr. Tim? Well, for for us out here, uh, you know, it was it's kind of been late coming. Caden, I mean, you know, it kind of has gone from east to west. But, but we, 
all of a sudden, I think people have realized how serious this really is, you know, and, and, uh, everybody is kind of shut down in our little town around here. And, uh, you know, we're just kind of staying to ourselves and taking care of, you know, the few horses we've, we've got to mess with and, and whatnot. But, uh, I, uh, I think it's, uh, it's the best for everybody to stay home and stay put and, uh, you know, until you find somebody that you know that has been affected by this, it's like you don't think it's going to bother you. But uh, sooner or later, we're, we're all going to be affected by it uh, from someone we know. Yeah, no doubt. That's uh, that's crazy. Just interesting times. And um, one thing I'm interested in knowing is uh, we talk to a lot of people that obviously live in uh, rural areas that train horses and and are fortunate enough to live the cowboy way of life. Has your day to day routine changed much? Um, living where you live and uh, kind of keeping the daily routine as normal as possible has that changed much for for you and your wife here here as of recent? Well, you know, as as far as the horse aspect of it, I mean, obviously they need to be cared for and tended to and everything, and and so that in itself has not really changed. Uh, you know the uh but as far as what diane and i are doing i mean we're you know we're in that 60 to 70 year old range and we're we're self-quarantining i mean we're staying you know we're staying close to home unless we need to make a trip to the grocery store or you know the feed store or something like that but uh you know our town is is a very uh, transient town as far as a lot of travel people going out of town and and it's just been the last week that things have slowed down in Arizona I mean people have finally just kind of locked down and uh, it was pretty much business as usual around here up until last week the the restaurants only closed a week ago here to take out only and um, people were just acting like it was no problem but now I think they realize that uh, it is a big deal and we better stay stay shut down well, and that's kind of kind of a good point too. It's it's kind of a better safe than sorry <clears throat> mindset here. With like you mentioned, you and your lovely wife following kind of that um, category where it could affect your life detriment. It could be detrimental to to how you live your life every day, and and that's scary to think about. And uh, the NCHA, a lot of our members we've talked about here recently are. Um, in that category as well. So it's just, it's crazy times to think about when our next cutting could be, when we could start uh, seeing our friends that we show horses with, and hopefully that's sooner than later. Well, I, I think so. And, you know, we're we're hoping June. I mean, that's kind of the timeline everybody is looking at. And, you know, in our first show right out of the box out here, if that is the case, will be the Pacific Coast Derby in Las Vegas. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't know what the cutting community is going to do but you know as i was talking to some of the other guys i says i'm not so worried about you know the cutters not being ready to go but i'm more concerned about las vegas itself being ready for people to invade again you know that type of thing and i think that's that's something we really have to think long and hard about the venues that we're going to um you know we cut in the you know in the cities in the coliseums out here as opposed to being you know out in the country somewhere at a feedlot or something so mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of us are you know are thinking well when we do get broke loose do we want our first you know do we want our first show to be in las vegas and and i love going to vegas and i think it's a fabulous facility and second to none but that is what a lot of people are thinking about and um it's certainly it's certainly far from from over you know and and what are we doing as far as the fall stuff is concerned there's a lot of unanswered questions right now yeah, I think that's an excellent point. Las Vegas was another one of those first uh, major cities that you saw kind of just shut everything down. And uh, some of those images of the Strip and, and those famous hotels and casinos and the sites of just them being empty and no people inside. It's pretty eerie and a, uh, just a weird weird thing to, to see um, on social media and on the news and whatnot. So uh, crazy times. Has your wife got you doing any... Um, odd jobs or any special, <laughs> special projects. Well, that maybe yeah, you, 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 <laughs> yeah, you know that, you know that she does. We, we have, uh, we have trimmed all the trees, the hedges, the bushes, raked the, raked the property. We've oiled all the tack. We've washed and waxed the trucks and trailers, uh, cleaned the garage. Uh, you know, all of the things that, uh, the honeydews that have been neglected have all been certainly taken care of. And, and, uh, Fortunately for us, you know, we're, we're able to, you know, the golf course is open and, uh, we're able to play and, 
that constitutes a lot of our days right now. But, uh, you know, we, we're certainly missing everybody and missing our travel. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that uh, going forward this fall, there's going to be a lot of really well-trained three-year-olds when it comes to dirty time. Um, you know, I do know that a lot of the guys uh, out here – not a lot, but, you know, when the weekend show shut down, we have a large weekend contingent, and I know a lot of the fellas are feeling the pinch because a lot of those horses went home. You know, they're, you know they've, they've got their weekend string has gone home for R&R, and, and uh, you know, so there, there is definitely a pinch to, uh, to some of the financial aspects of it for a lot of the guys that are, are strictly, you know, doing the weekend thing. I think the H-Vent guys out here, that I've talked to that are riding a lot of two and three year olds, you know, those horses need trained. So that's, uh, that's, they're, they're doing business as usual, but it, we've, we've seen a, a big, uh, you know, a big change in, in the demographics of people, the number of horses people are riding right now. Certainly. Oh, uh, you mentioned the golf course there, right there at your house. Are you guys walking? Are, um, you guys leaving the pin in? How, how is the golf course set up, uh, differently compared to what you're accustomed to? Well, it's, it's a lot of changes. The, the clubhouse itself is closed. Um, and, uh, you kind of just check, you know, you can check in, uh, by a computer or call them and get a tea time and, and, uh, the bunkers, uh, the rakes are out of the bunkers. They tell you, don't let, touch the pins, leave the pins alone. And, you know, uh, everybody do a single card unless you're from the same household. And, uh, you know, this is a, it's not a, it's more of a retirement community here so it's not overly crowded although it was pretty crowded today for a sunday there were a lot of people out playing uh this morning but uh a lot of changes the restaurant is open to take out only you can you know order your food and drive up there and pick it up and they'll bring it out to your car and that type of thing but uh it's it's definitely it's definitely changing and um as far as what's happening around here so uh we're, we're just having to adapt everybody's going to have to be in, in the same boat Hey, Tim, this is Cody. Um, I uh, was kind of wanting to pick your brain about the Lakers this year. Obviously, they're kind of uh, on a rise back up, and, and this is right in the middle of NBA playoff season, you know, and and it's uh, it's kind of a odd time to think that, man, the Lakers are trying to get going again, and here we are. They're not even probably going to have a whole season. You, you know, buddy, after all the years of us being, uh, me being a Laker fan and arguing with you and your mom about the Kings, I'm a Clipper fan now. So <laughs> I moved to Arizona. Since I moved to Arizona, I jumped ship. I, I'm pulling for the Clippers, but you know, it's, 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 it's absolutely crazy. Uh, you know, with, with everything that's gone on and, uh, you know, losing Kobe Bryant and, and this, and it's, it's, if you're a true basketball fan, it's as I am, it's been a, it's been a pretty tumultuous spring to say the least, but, um, you know, this too shall pass. I mean, we'll get through it. And, and, uh, I, uh, I, I'm pulling for the Clippers. So when they crank it up again and it gets to the finals and it's the Clippers plan and not the Lakers, I'll be a happy camper. You mentioned that, uh, Kobe Bryant, tell us a little bit about like a, a true fan from Southern California and, and the type of, just impact that that actually had for Lakers fans everywhere. Well, it, it was, it was amazing. I, I remember when it happened, I was, I was actually sitting on the couch in the house and, and Diane was in her office doing some stuff and they flashed it on the, the screen. And, and I mean, it was like a, you know, we had lost a family member for us. I had had, you know, we've had Laker season seats since the days of magic and cream and worthy at the forum. I mean, I was a, you know, diehard Laker fan and, you know, and watching him for 20 years, he being Kobe, uh, it, it was amazing situation. And, and, uh, you know, after he had passed and, and when they kind of basically shut Staples center, the venue down around Staples center for the Memorial, um, John Kratzer was down there for some business and he sent me some pictures of, you know, the, the Memorial. And he said he went for a walk around there and he says there would be, you know, grown men just standing there crying on the sidewalk. You know, it was, it was a very traumatic thing. And, and, uh, you know, for us being, you know, Laker fans for that long and all the joy he brought us, it was, uh, it was pretty tough. And of course now he's going into the hall of fame. So, so that's a good thing. And, you know, we just kind of got to move on, but, 
I guess when you, you lose somebody that young in the prime of their life, it's, it's pretty tough to take no matter whether you're a sports fan or not. Well, and that was what was so, what is so tough about this coronavirus deal is even with the, the Kobe Bryant uh, tragic death, um, at least there was ways for other other players in the association to to memorialize him and and there's sports was kind of a, a getaway uh, of sorts so to speak and um, with this there's no real getaway you don't really have that escape to to get your mind off of what's going on in the world and and that for me is what is just completely different is um, even with the whole I mean we talked about it on on section K just the the Kobe Bryant uh, death and how it impacted us and one thing that I went to was going and watching other players like Trey Young and and other guys that were like Doc Rivers, um, just watching them uh, be able to pay tribute. And right now we're not even able to to go and see sports or, or get our minds off this. So that's what's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 very hard. And and I think that you know I, I do know with our lives as much as we travel and. And, you know, we're gone here and we're gone there and we're together so much. And you take for granted your friendships and, and your relationships with people from different parts of the world. And, you know, and, and, uh, I mean, I've spent more time on the phone the last week and a half, just checking in with people, you know, Hey, what's going on? How you doing? You know, what are you doing? That kind of thing. And, and, uh, I think we're, we're very fortunate to live the lives we live in our business and, and we see each other so often we take things for granted like yeah well we're going to see and we're going to see in Paso Robles this week we're going to see in Queen Creek next week and we'll see in Fort Worth for the Super Stakes and you know and none of that is going on so uh, you know we we feel a little secluded uh, you know in our lives right now and and uh, you know it's it's I think we've got a pretty tough month ahead of us you know as far as it's only going to get worse everybody's done all of their chores and it's like well now what the hell are we going to do you know, so uh, that's that's the funny thing is the amount of time that I've spent, you know, just BSing on the phone with, you know, old high school classmates and, you know, the guys back in Fort Worth that, you know, I talk to a lot and, you know, buddies all over from the East Coast to, to Minnesota to, to California. You know, we just check in on each other a lot. Well, Mr. Tim, it's always good to hear your voice. Um, you're always welcome on the Section K podcast anytime. Thanks so much for, for coming on and uh, talking to us uh, a little bit about what's going on in the world today. We appreciate it. All right, you guys take care. You're doing a great job as always, and uh, hopefully we'll see you in the summer somewhere. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks, Tim. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Tatum, what's up, dude? How are you? Hey, good. How's it going? We're doing well. How how are things uh, going out at T-Bar-K Cutting Horses during the social distancing movement? Uh, it's going good. We're kind of getting ready to kind of wishing we could leave, uh, but it's it's going good. Um, what uh what are your thoughts on oh, what are your thoughts overall on the coronavirus and just the crazy times in the world right now, dude? Well, it's, uh, it's certainly crazy for sure. Um, you know, something I've never seen. I think a lot of people haven't seen it before, but it seems like, uh, most folks are doing the right thing or the smart thing and staying home and, uh, trying to let it pass eventually. That's really all we can do and all we can hope for. Uh, it's just crazy. I'm sure you can attest to this, uh, being at home, this time of year, um, as, as I'm sure you're accustomed to, your family's accustomed to, uh, coming down from Spearman uh, when you guys lived up there and then uh, spending really every day uh, during these Triple Crown events in Fort Worth. What's it like being home uh, during breeding season? I've, I've seen the T-Bar-K Cutting Horses Facebook page going off with all, all those really good-looking babies. What's it like being home and uh, being able to see, see these mares fold these babies out and stuff like that? Yeah, that's, that's been good. Uh, you know, it's, it's weird not, not being driving into Fort Worth every day to watch cows and that sort of thing, like we'd typically be doing. Um, and it's sort of been weird. Uh, you kind of have to pace yourself working the three-year-olds right now, cause there's not a whole lot else to do. So you got to be careful that you don't overdo something. Uh, but you know, it's, yeah, it's definitely different. I haven't completely minded it. It's kind of been nice in some ways. But then again, we are kind of getting bored as well. Does Kylie have you doing any 
odd jobs or weird stuff around the house or around the ranch that maybe you, you wouldn't be normally doing if uh, we weren't stuck at home? Um, I cleaned the garage the other day. There's one. Um, How long did that take? Well, oh, half an afternoon. Was it maybe a, not even quite that much. Was it a joint effort or did you just do it by yourself? I did it by myself. Sometimes those joint efforts can turn into arguments. Sometimes is a uh, is a not really the word I'd use, I guess. <laughs> what are uh, have you cooked any more than? Well, obviously, I'm sure you've cooked I've a lot cooked more than a normal. Lot. I've cooked what, a lot. Yeah. What's something that you have tried recently that uh, you definitely recommend other people trying right now? Oh shoot. I've cooked so much stuff this week. We've had enchiladas, uh, crawfish etouffee. Uh, I roasted a chicken and vegetables one night. I can't even remember what all, but we've we've done a lot of cooking. Yeah, I think that's something that I've been trying to brush up on a little bit too, as well. Since yeah, it's not easy as easy just to go to Buffalo Wild Wings on Wednesday night anymore. No, I hear you. So you guys got a you. puppy too, huh? That's probably taking up some of your time. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. She hadn't been too much trouble. She's doing pretty pretty good with the potty training and this and that. But uh, yeah, so she hadn't taken up too much time. What about what's been on the TV uh, in the evenings and stuff uh, during the quarantine? Well, Netflix and chill, or what have you guys been watching? So right this minute, I've been watching the. 2006 Summer Spectacular semis and finals on CHC, but I only get to do that when Kennedy's asleep because uh, she's been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo, a lot of uh, Fancy Nancy, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but uh, Kylie and I have watched, uh, we finished season three of Ozarks, and we were way behind on uh, the blacklist, so we're getting caught back up on that. Uh, so that's what that's what we've been watching. She got on the freaking tiger kick, whatever all that is, and I, I'm not getting in on all that. <laughs> I hear well, it's I'll, actually pretty good. It's great, Tatum. You should watch Tiger King. Yeah. You'll... It sounds it's stupid gonna, to me. It's going to remind you of, of your favorite Oklahoman. You'll have to remind me of who that is. Well, it has to be James. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. How could it be? Yeah. Else? How could I forget? How could <laughs> yeah. I forget James? The bubbly personality. He's a lot like Joe, isn't he? Yeah. But you mentioned yeah. season three of Ozarks. I hear the end of that season. I haven't gotten into Ozarks. My dad's been watching it. I hear the end of that season specifically is like bananas. It caught me quite off guard. They say Jason Bateman is just a psychopath in that in that series. He did a good job, he, yep. He's yep. he's quite the actor, that's yep. for sure. I haven't started season three yet. I've been waiting because I know it's going to be an all-day thing. One more thing, too, I noticed. Shout-out TX Whiskey. I thought that was pretty cool that they uh, started making hand sanitizer for uh, the medical people on the front lines. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh Hopefully that uh, hopefully that helps out. All right, Taylor. Well, uh, thanks so much, man, for taking the time, and uh, yep. you're always welcome on the Section K podcast. So come back anytime, dude. All right, thanks, Code. I forgot to tell you happy birthday. It's all right. I knew you'd I knew you'd remember at some point, and you'd you'd say I never remembered. I just saw it on Facebook. Oh yeah. Hello. Brent, what's up, man? It's Caden Rutherford. How are you today, dude? Gentlemen, how are we doing? We're hanging doing in Doing good, Brent. How, how are things on the West Coast uh, during the social distancing uh, quarantine <laughs> season? Well, you know, it's um, it's kind of funny. It, our lives, I mean, it really haven't changed a whole lot. I mean, but we don't, we social distance anyway. <laughs> We work at home all the time, so. Yeah. Uh, but it's the same everywhere, you know. We're just trying to do our part, not go anywhere, and 
I mean, we run to town if you have to, and that's about it. But other than that, it's just, yeah, it's the same. It's weather sucks. It's raining and 30 mile an hour winds and cold. And so, yeah, it's not a whole it went lot. From, it went from 80 degrees last week to 50 or 40 degrees yesterday and today. And it's, uh, it's miserable. That's probably one of the most miserable parts about this whole quarantine thing is that you have to just be outside in the shitty weather. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, exactly. And it's kind of weird. It's April. You're thinking, you know, spring and it's like wintertime right now out here. So, but we're just trying to make the best of it, I guess, watching them, you know, them great shows like Tiger King. Who would ever <laughs> thought we'd watch that? <laughs> let's get into that here in a sec hold hold the thoughts on tiger thing tiger king but it's been yeah. it's been a, pretty much a year since since we've talked to you brent remind the people uh where exactly in california and tell us a little bit um kind of what your overall thoughts are on this whole coronavirus and kind of what you've seen uh, out on the west coast how it's affecting people around you and uh, people that live in your community yeah, um, so I'm, uh, I live out in uh, Wilton, California. It's uh, right by Rancho Marietta, Sacramento area, right outside of Sac. And, um, you know, this whole, this, whole, this whole coronavirus deal is, um, I mean, we've never experienced anything like this in our lifetime, ever. So I think it's just kind of a, one, it's, it's scary, and it's not something in my thoughts, it's not something to be taken lightly. I know, I know we kind of live in our own little worlds out here doing what we do because we aren't in town very much. We, you know, we all work at home. I mean, that's what we do on a daily basis. And, um, but family members is where I see it. Um, that do work. Like one of my sisters works in a hospital and, uh, that's where it kind of hits home. Uh, for me is, what it's done to her family. She had to self quarantine while she's working because she's working with patients that have it. And so she hasn't seen her family in three weeks. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that, you know, you, you hear those, you know, talking to her on the phone and, um, she hasn't seen her family in three weeks and working on a daily basis. Never know, not knowing if you're going to get it or not, or, um, so, yeah, it's been, you know, pretty eye-opening um, for me in that regard with her on uh, what they're what what some of those people are actually going through. You know, us we we do our deal, we work, and we you know we only go to town if we need to. But even when you go to town now, you find yourself like, oh, I don't want to walk too close to this person, or it's just weird. It's just a weird time. I mean, it's a scary time to think about it. Well, it's just weird the next time I see but I also you, we, think could we'll be, get this. we could be fist bumping rather than shaking hands or bumping elbows or something, you know? <laughs> I know, I know. It's just, it's just, it, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's just a, it, it, it changes. I, I don't know. I think everything is going to change after, a lot's going to change after this. I mean, we'll go back to normal. We'll get through this and everything. I, I, I believe everything will go back to somewhat normal, but the ripple effects, I think from this, we're not going to see. We're it's going to be a long time before this is completely through. This, I I think. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I hope I'm not. Yeah, it, it could. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're. I don't think we have a grasp on how far this can ripple throughout our lifetimes after this. This is going to be yeah. something that changes a lot of a lot of our everyday activities. Have you had some horses that go home that have went home because of this? You, you know, I've I've talked. So I've only had one horse that left um, out of out of my barn, and they were affected. They had to shut down their non-essential business, so everything shut down. They had to lay off everybody, um, and that's where. You know, for for me, that was the only, those are the only people in my barn that, that left, but I've really tried to, and I think it's important for all of us, especially as trainers, 
when they say stay at home and social distance and just do your own thing, stay away from people. I, I've made it, I've shut this place down. The only people that come on it are people that absolutely have to. Yeah. And that's it. We, I don't, I quit giving lessons that nobody, nobody comes on this place. That's kind of how you got to be, especially out in California. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's worse. <laughs> I think, I think it's worse out here than it is out in Texas. Isn't definitely. It, it definitely oh, I mean, it's, I promise you. I promise. Yeah. You. We just, we just now like, it just, what was it, last week yeah, or earlier been, this, this week? Is, this was the end of the second week, really, where it's been just kind of complete lockdown. Yeah, it was an actual, like, stay-at-home order. Everything stay else. Stay-at-home. Like, you, you, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it, it hasn't been as serious, and, and it's, uh, to me, like, especially there's so much country around all the bigger cities like this. Like, I mean, I live right, 30 minutes. Right, right. So, like, out here, like, yeah, they have the gas stations open and the dollar general's open and that's really all they have in lot mm-hmm. man. They got plastic stuff yeah. in front of the cashiers <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like, I mean, it's business as usual and they got lines where you have to stand, but it, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think it's anywhere near what like California has been at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, um, my, 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 my sister that works in the hospital, it's up in Sonora, which is, at the foothills, you know where Sonora is, Cody. I mean, it's yep. Angels Camp, Sonora. Yep. Anyway, she works at the hospital up there, in the, in, and they had a hospital meeting, and this was a couple weeks ago. The uh, president of the hospital ordered two refrigeration trucks that are at the hospital. Really? And that's when, yeah. And that, because that, they're getting absolutely hammered up there. All the people from San Francisco and the Bay Area went up there to their cabins and their, you know, and brought everything up there. Mm. And they're getting absolutely hammered right now. Mm. It's hard for people to understand if it's like a political ploy or, or there's all sorts of conspiracy theories that have floated around. And that right there is uh-huh. evidence that your sister's on the front lines and she's seeing this stuff firsthand. And that's when, that's when it really hits home, you know? That's, that's what, when you asked me, that's when I knew this is not something that you, and that's when I shut everything down. I said, there is, I am not taking any chances. And I think we all need to do that as trainers. It's not going to kill your people to not come out for 30 days, 60. It's not, this is bigger than that. Way bigger. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's no joke. Let's talk about Tiger King now. <laughs> what uh, what are, what are so, some of your favorite characters and some of your thoughts from Tiger King in general? Well, I, I you know what? I, I can honestly say it, I never in a million years would have thought to have watched that show. <laughs> like You're just flipping through Netflix or whatever, and you see that. You see this guy with a blonde mullet and a sequined shirt next to a tiger. You're not going to go, oh, hey, let's watch this. <laughs> but <laughs> there's so many people. It was, I, it's just, I was listening to ESPN the other day, Will Kane on there, and, and these guys are all talking about this great show. So we watched it one night. And I tell you, you watch one episode, you're hooked. You cannot make this up. You cannot make, you cannot, I dare you to make something up like that. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Netflix. Netflix is literally a business of geniuses. Like they've probably been sitting on that, just waiting, and like this coronavirus <laughs> hit, and they're like, "Here we go. This is gonna break Netflix." <laughs> we got this record. thing about these tigers. This guy that hangs with these tigers. I don't know if you've heard, Brent. There's an there's an extra episode of Tiger King being released on Netflix this week too. So. Uh, we'll, we'll have a, n- a new one. Yes, to watch. Oh yeah, they're going. We're going to milk this for all it's worth. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. No, I know. Other than Tiger King, have you guys watched anything entertaining or or uh, been filling the time with some some other activities that maybe you uh, otherwise wouldn't be doing? I know you come to the Super Stakes pretty much every year, so uh, generally you're out in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, and that's you know it's funny. Um, I, <laughs> I was talking. 
I was talking to, to Chris uh, Johnson the other day, and I said, you know, anybody this year, if any, any trainer says my three-year-olds are green this year, needs to quit. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually you're, a great great message <laughs> yes you're either really lazy or not very good because there is pow, way pow. too much time i'm what's that i said pow pow like yeah that's it like <laughs> mic drop i mean come on mic yeah. drop yeah uh, uh so um other activities i mean honestly um Corinne, we set up a like a home gym deal, and we've we've been actually just trying to. You're at home all the time. I mean, you can't. You literally go. We go nowhere. So it's. I mean, I found myself drinking way too much Crown way too early <laughs> in the day. So I'm like, okay, we need to. We need to. I need to. We need to do some. I do. She doesn't. But but uh, yeah, just been trying to exercise a little more and trying to do things that you don't normally i mean you know when you can't go out and do it you just try and do it at home yeah 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 well crazy times in the world it is it is and you know it's just yeah it kind of makes you too for me you know keep important keep in mind what's important yeah you know amen yeah, I mean, I love what we do, and we all love what we do, but this is nothing. This is, you know, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean it a whole lot. Yep. So. We'll get through yeah. it, and we'll, it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. Time marches on. You know what? Yeah, you know what you guys should do is when this is done, when it's over with, do a post-COVID-19 interviews yeah that's actually like when really it's all, idea. you know like months from now i mean when this is all said and done like everybody can look back and you know maybe have a story to tell or you know and you know i don't know about you guys do you know anybody in our industry that's come down with it not that i know of i haven't noticed anything not that I um, know of. i've kind of i've kind of tried to quit like going on facebook because it was just a lot of corona stuff anyways but i haven't seen anything on there of anybody that i know of Um, also a lot of our friends that live in weatherford aren't really the best at like going to the doctor even if they are sick on the vet you know it's not like it's not like tommy d's going to the doctor if he has a cold or if he has a little you know what i mean and and i'm not either so yeah so uh yeah who knows who knows that's that's why i feel Mm -hmm. like it's so important to stay home is just because it affects so many people so differently and and when there's so much unknown yeah there's so much like everything is unknown about this whole situation and that's that's the hardest part that's the scary part is people walking around don't even know they have it Mm -hmm. they can have it they can have it and be trans and they don't even know they're you know that's Yeah. yeah so I'm with you guys. I think, uh, you know, just stay at home, do your deal, try and get through it. Yep. And train keep them three-year-olds. Keep pushing forward. <laughs> and get and out there and ride them you, three-year-olds. <laughs> them three-year-olds, they're either going to be, it's either going to be, they're going to be badass this year or crippled. One of the two. Yeah. That's a yeah. fact. Because they are getting It'll it. be good. Mm-hmm. There, it'll it'll be good. It will be good. Yeah. Awesome. The cow man, the cow trucks are still running, so we can still get our cows and we can still ride them. So we're gonna do it. Yes, sir. Well, yes, Brent, sir. thanks so much, man. It's always a pleasure yeah. to talk to you, and uh, we hope to hear from you, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll see you sometime soon. Yeah, both you too. It's good hearing from you. Hope you guys are good. Stay safe. Tell your families hi. Yes, sir. Will do. Take care, brother. Have a good one. Okay. All right, guys. Adios. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Big thanks to each and every one of those guys for taking the time to field our calls. Can't thank Cass, Scott, Austin, Tim, Tatum, and Brent enough for coming on the Section K podcast. Each and every one of those guys are always welcome. We hope everyone out there is staying safe and staying home. Hope to see you guys down the road. <laughs>